Welcome to This Old App, a podcast about learning, coding, smashing stuff together, breaking things apart, startups, failing, winning, and any other buzzwords we can think of. All right. So normally I would come on and say, hey, Randy, I want to talk about something today, but I'm not going to say, hey, Randy, today. I'm going to say, hey, Megan. How are you doing today? I'm good. Much better than Randy is. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So so Randy is fighting the flu at the moment. Yeah. Um so we're going to we're going to press on without Randy and and keep the schedule going. Megan's been on with us before, um about 10 months ago, talking then. about her journey as a developer and WordPress and CSS grid, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So Today, we're going to talk a little bit more about how that's that's progressed and moved into uh, JavaScript, um, which is, uh, I, I, you know, there are days when I'm like, JavaScript was a nice progression from when I was learning PHP because they're both nice scripting languages. And there are days I'm like, why did I do this? So <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. So, so Megan, t- fill us in a little bit about the journey. Last, last time we talked, you were doing some WordPress and some CSS grid. How's that progressed so far? What have you been working on? Well, uh, I actually had completed um, a new website with WordPress for Babes with Blades dot org a theater company i've been a part of that had like 20 plus years of past content and future content so that uh, that went turned out very well it launched back in may of 2018 and i continue to support that um and it built a few other websites for accessibility focused through wordpress but um that's that's been the main thing just now been trying to continue my journey into javascript and the absorption of all the different concepts and the languages for a newbie here. So sure, sure, and and, and being there in in the household with Randy, I'm I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't pushed Ruby and Rails on you yet. But I guess he's getting you started on on JavaScript first. <laughs> I have no doubt it will come in time. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the uh, the JavaScript you're working, you're 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 learning. I assume, and I could be assuming correctly. I'm assuming that's more the the browser based JavaScript and not so much of the Node, the server side based JavaScript. Correct. It's everything within the browser. Okay. Yeah, within the browser. And and has that has that been uh, some work on jQuery or just uh, plain JavaScript? What what have you been digging into? Right now, it's still been just plain JavaScript. I've kind of had a few things in between where I first started conceptualizing just JavaScript and how it worked, had to step aside, let the brain absorb it, came back to it a little bit more. Um, Cause I started off doing JavaScript um, through what um, Udemy had a, has a program called JavaScript, the weird parts, mm-hmm. um, yep. which has been great to get, uh, watch somebody teach the each, each level and getting deeper and deeper. And then I, I needed to step aside from that and actually start the implementation because you can watch it and you can sort of type along with it, but not actually do the implementation is what I needed for the reinforcement. So I jumped over to things like um, Codecademy um, just to get an idea of reinforcing all the concepts. And that was very helpful um, to continue it. So, Sure, sure. What... So, so Tony Tony Alisea's uh, course, uh, JavaScript: The Weird Parts, is a, is a great one. Um, it's one of the ones I I took up probably a couple years ago um, when I was just starting to dive into this world. And it, it's actually an odd one to pick up at the beginning 
because um, it's it's not a basics course. Um, mm-hmm. It does cover the basics, but it's not a basics course. Um, but it, it's good. It, it I don't know. I don't know how it, it's it's tough to probably for you to gauge. But while it's not a basics course, it sounds like you're able to jump in and probably pick up on on a lot of what was being discussed. I think it really helped for the concepts of everything. I didn't. Sure. I had to stop at a certain point where I'm like, you're going way too far, way too deep. I haven't even, I haven't reinforced in my own body and and my own logic of implementing it. So I did have to step away from it for a little while and then was able to refresh with it. So it's really good conceptually speaking. And then also um, once you get a little bit more handle on it to reinforce, oh, that's what he's saying. Oh, this is very, very, very helpful. Right, right, for sure. No, the... um and 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 if i remember and it, and my my memory's fading on that but there there's some good talk on closures um in there and um some good videos on how to use this and how this is is evaluated mm-hmm. um which which are two of the two of the big ones it's always mm-hmm. about how is this evaluated in javascript and mm-hmm. lots of people have written lots of words about <laughs> about that one <laughs> and recorded many hours of videos about what this is, um, which, which is, I think JavaScript's joke on the universe. <laughs> well, and I've been sort of waiting a little bit for a different program that I really enjoyed the, the learn enough to be dangerous courses. Mm. I know they had, they had finished a JavaScript, but I want the videos that go along with it. So I think that's in its beta TBD to be launched um, to go along with it. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that when it's ready. Right. And I'm typing very loudly in the background here on purpose because I was looking up to see if there's a specific book many years ago. And and yeah, this was published back in March of 2014. So I don't even know if they have a new version. But back when I was learning stuff, there, there, there used to be, there still is, it appears, a series called Head First. Uh, whether it was hmm. head first JavaScript or head first Java or head first Python, things like that. And it was a great series, really one of those that that I felt um, w- took it took everything kind of lightly. Um, mm-hmm. wasn't so serious about everything. So uh, that that was a great series of books, but it's been so long since I've actually used a book to to power through a, a new language that, yeah, it looks like that this was they may have stopped updating it here back 2014. So hmm. it was interesting. So anyway, uh, what as you've been going down the, this trail, anything pop out at you as far as you, you it, it's interesting because you're coming in. You're not coming in with other languages in your back pocket. Um, yes, not, you've got HTML. Yes, you've got CSS. But the, and, and those are. Those are, I guess, languages, but they're certainly not, um, they're not scripted languages, not compiled mm-hmm. languages. They are more, um, I don't even markup. know what the right yeah. term is because it, it, HTML stands for markup language. The ML stands mm-hmm. for markup language, but it's, it's, it's not programmatical, I guess is the best way to put it. So this uh, JavaScript is really your first exposure. Um, yeah. So, so what, what are you, what, what are a couple things that have popped out at you? In terms of like struggles or things that I've actually. Sure. Let's talk about struggles. <laughs> well, it, it, it's funny. I was reflecting back to the first time I actually was exposed to it. I actually had attended one of Randy's courses 
teaching courses and they were using the dot method and I had no idea, Mm -hmm. you know, I started implementing it in the class with uh, the other students alone, just observing, but, and I made some things work, but I didn't fully understand how. And then we got to a certain point and was like, I don't understand. At that point, I didn't even understand operators. I didn't understand, you know, key value terms. And it was more just like, I saw a pattern and now let's try and repeat it. And then once we went past a certain point, I was like, I'm lost. I'm so lost. My brain's about to explode. Um, So I think getting to understand different levels of just, just key variables, key value, key value pairs and and the objects and how things can be within each other and how, I think the the current thing that's always the trickiest, um, as I'm using things like Code Academy, they're they're telling you about you can use functions within a function and whether you use the fat arrows. It's more just figuring out what is the right code syntax for writing out uh, those those sort of functions. Like I was chatting with Randy and looking at what was online. I was like, there's so many different ways to write this. What is the best way? What is the best? And he's like whatever your team decides sort of a thing. <laughs> I'm like, that that well, sounds like a Randy answer, by the way, <laughs> which you know, he's like, uh-huh. he's like, well, I use the fat arrow and, and, and other people will have big problems with it, but it's, it's really just a matter of what the team decides. Um, I didn't know if that was a universal thing. I don't know for you in terms of um, have you worked with many other people as well to know what is the best approach to being consistent in the beginning so that when I know, like I'm writing something three different ways and I'm not sure, I keep getting confused as to whether I'm doing it correctly or have to reaffirm, go back to the simpler method, go back to being more explicit with um, like arguments and parameters and what yeah. they're implied. Yeah, no, they, it, it's, I, I have not worked um, on JavaScript with a team. The closest team I've had is working on a couple different things with Randy. Um, mm-hmm. And usually we were working different sections of the code. So we, we, we really didn't settle on a standard too much. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know that there's a right answer. I mean, there, there are <laughs> subtle differences between a, an arrow function and a, and a properly constructed function. Um, mainly around how it handles the the this keyword. Um, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if I'll put it this way, I don't think you're at this moment. I don't think you're on a path to go join a team. Um, you're, you're on a path of let's continue freelancing, let's continue learning it this way. So I'd say what makes sense to you works, mm-hmm. um, and just go forward with it. I. The the it, it's interesting because because the the concepts you're you're having to pay, take things like arrays and and just mm-hmm. start from new. Whereas I can come into JavaScript and go, okay, that's an array, that's an associative array, I, and 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 the concept is immediate. I know what it is, um, and I know how to use it. It's just a matter of syntax at that point where you're coming in with, I don't even know what that is. Um, right, and and we haven't even gotten into object-oriented programming or anything like that, um, you know, foundational theories. Um, so I guess that may be the next direction to, to head is outside of learning how to implement an idea or, or, or a small project in JavaScript. Have you done any digging into um, 
concepts in programming and computer science, like object-oriented or uh, uh, other concepts like that? No, not at the moment. And like what, you're, what you said before about just looking at the screen and just recognizing immediately what, like, oh, that's a function within a function. That's an array with a... Right. That is what I'm at that point just now starting to get more familiar with and picking that up a little bit more quickly. But that's definitely where I'm at where I'm building more things from scratch as opposed to going into a bunch of code base and figuring out the problems um, and how to, to refine it so it's a little bit more clean or sure. to fix any bugs. So I de definitely have not even reached that level. I get the concepts of everything, but yeah, getting just my eyes familiar with the page and what is working there is 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 where I'm at. <laughs> well, I, I, that that's a heck of a journey for sure. It, it I, I can't even really fathom what, what you're trying to achieve. Uh, be, I, I, to some degree I can, because I, I've literally got VS code open and I'm doing some work with uh, puppeteer, which is um, a, a headless browser. So uh, that, that even in and of itself is a hard thing to define, but it's essentially, you're able to um, work within JavaScript as if you were doing stuff in a browser. So this is a hmm. case of I want to go out and I don't want to generate stuff on a page. I want to go read something off a URL. So I, I don't need to do anything on a page, but I need to operate like things are on a page. So I need to operate with selectors and, and pulling this, um, this particular... A table row out of a page that's at a URL somewhere. Um, and, mm. and really a lot of what I'm doing is looking for tutorials, looking for examples, um, saying, okay, that example's kind of close to what I want to do. Let me pull that in to my code. Let me modify it to fit what I'm doing. And I'll be quite honest, let me run it and see what happens. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's that's literally where I'm sitting right now is I've got a bunch of error messages down in the bottom of my and in, in my terminal here um, because I took a piece of code and I said I'm just going to slap it in there do the best I can to try and make it work and then run it and then chase down the error messages um, so I have a feeling the process is maybe similar with what you're doing and I'm not advocating this as the best process by the way <laughs> Uh, but it, it's probably similar to what you're doing right this minute. Yeah, it sounds like you, the difference between um, taking a big chunk of, of code and throwing it in there and slapping it and you have more of a problem where you have multiple bugs versus as you're typing along, you can test it along the way to see if it's not breaking and working. So it's just a more compounded level of debugging it sounds like yeah and, and uh, again the other the other idea is I, I i can i can conceptualize what each chunk's trying to do um and mm -hmm. i say that and there are some chunks i'm like i don't know what you're doing i'm gonna try running you see what happens <laughs> um mm -hmm. and and it's it for me it's a case of what i try and do um this particular project i'm trying to read things off a particular url so i'll go and i'll read this um, this particular table row off the page and I'll process it and I'll put it in an object. Um, and then once that runs, I go on deeper in the page and I try and do other things. And 
Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm working my way through all the different pieces I want instead of writing it all in one, one shot um, and mm. trying to get it all working perfectly. So um, the particular one I'm, I'm hung up on right now is I need to take a, a, a page um, and this page has a number of links to other pages on it. And what I want this mm-hmm. program to do is go to each of those links and pull off something off that page that it refers to. So I'm having to loop through each of those um, each of those links. And the problem I'm having mm-hmm. is that the looping language I'm using, which is a for each function on on an array, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you've gotten to or, or not. That that I have gotten. Yeah. To, so yeah. so for each on an array. Um, Fairly straightforward. Four each's are fairly straightforward. Go through this array and hit do do this to each um, portion of the array. For some reason, it's not working with the puppeteer language, um, not language, the puppeteer code uh, that I mm-hmm. uh, as I expect. So I've got some work to do here, um, but mm-hmm. that's that's the struggles I'm working with, and that's how I work through them. Um, what what are what are you heading towards? What 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 um not not big picture but small picture. What's the next thing you're looking to to knock down? I think it's more you know there's a lot of uh, test uh, games and things out there to start actually building like the typical hangman tic tac toe, um, just starting from scratch on that. I am in the long run. I'm actually working with my dad. We're both sort of training together. Um, under Randy's tutelage and self-tutelage um, to try and build, um, I don't know if Randy's talked about this or not, I haven't listened to Randy's recently, <laughs> um, a, a directory. Like we moved somewhere and we're like, well, let's start a concept of like a, a, a contact directory for where we live sure. for the neighborhood. So we're working on the HTML and the CSS and I'm using CS Grid right now, but the next thing will be the implementation of JavaScript and you know, create a resident page, create a home page, link them together. So that's sort of my current project that I'll be hashing out mm-hmm. while I'm also working on, you know, the, the typical tests and the hangmans and then the, the training tutelage that's conceptual based or I, have, I haven't actually thought beyond that because until I get those couple things down, it's sort of like, well, one one thing at a time, let's not bite off too much Sure. Um, before I get there, but... So let's. Randy and I will we, go ahead. We talk about a lot of things. No, it's just uh, we usually will talk about when and why you use sort of like Node.js and 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 but I, no more just an idea of what is the path. So sure, sure, no, and, and that's 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 what where I was headed is um, you're you're very much headed in in a direction of of fully immersing in in JavaScript as even a, a crud. Um, Mm-hmm. crud functions exactly. and, and and i it sounds from your reaction like you even know what crud means so yep so uh so and that that's and that's going to pull you into express and probably react eventually and and that whole path and the um the node part of it is the other side the server side um and that's where express mm. comes in um express is is written in node um and it handles the back end um, and I find, I find the backend stuff easier because nothing, something I was never good at was the CSS HTML part of it. 
Um, I was a- mm. always able to, to throw HTML out on the page and get it roughly to, to be what I wanted to look like. Um, but but <laughs> sir, I, I would say you're further along on, on CSS than I am. Um, just uh, I've, I've dabbled in grid, but I, I just it's not something I've ever really wanted to dig into. And that's why I kind of stuck to the to the node and working on the Alexa skills because you don't need a ton of display in in uh, on Alexa skills, although they now have a part of that where it's they can display on a phone or TV or the Echo Show, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, I've, I've always stayed away for the most part lately from anything displaying. Um, although mm-hmm. for some of the ones, and, and this is something I'm, Randy and I've talked about for some of the stuff I'm doing for my company, um, I'm going to have to do some display. So I'm looking for some very, um, vanilla templates to use. I don't need a lot of color for what I'm doing. Nothing that I'm doing is is for show is for um making it look attractive to where uh, people want to buy it it's more so that people just use it to to mm-hmm. simple crud operations like you're talking about i need you to update this work order i need you to give me uh you know a few sentences on what this work order is doing things like that yeah. for that i don't need yeah, a lot of colors like i need just just need no it you just need to function <laughs> <laughs> and for people to read it appropriately so they know what's on the page right, and where. Right. Um, um, so let's talk, yeah. uh, if you don't mind, let's let's switch topics just a little um, and talk a little bit about uh, accessibility because I know that's something you and Randy um, are, are very interested in and, and have worked with various groups on. So what have you found along the ways as far as accessibility and anything you want to talk about there? Well, having used a couple of WordPress sites, I've been using multiple plugins that they have um, and trying to also reinforce just the typical, there's a plugin, I'm trying to think of what the word is, where basically you can go through and look at if any of your images don't have alt tags. Um, mm-hmm. And if there's color contrast issues on the page, those two basic things are really, really just basic fundamentals. I'm just like, should be innate on most uh, websites for sure or applications um or doing turning off the color contrast and just to a, a grayscale um because oftentimes people just can't they need to be larger can't view it if they can't read it you know that's a problem if uh the color contrast doesn't show enough of a difference it's all again hard to read um and then if you don't have um just just basic layout of your page with with the landmarks like the header one and the and then nav, nav and the and the labels and the links. If people, if someone blind or hard of reading or hard of sight can't can't tab through it, they're not going to navigate through your page. So it's really just those that those concepts alone: color contrast, um, alt tags, so that if images aren't there or if they are there and they can't see them, it's described to them, and just so they can best navigate a page, so they're not missing out on so much of the world out there in technology. So that's just reaffirming the basics is the main thing right now. Yeah. And I know I was listening to the syntax podcast and they did a, they did an episode on accessibility and I know the, I know the site you're referencing or the tool you're referencing where it gives you a, I don't know if it gives you a grade, but it certainly tells you all the places to go to, to fix it. And I can't, and it's, I'm blanking on it as well, as far as, what that is. <laughs> um, but maybe Randy and in his infinite, uh, 
sick time can can look that up and put it in the show notes for us yeah um, i can also grab some they're just not right in front of me so i can yeah. uh share which wordpress there's two two plugins that i've used and then there's a few different color contrast checkers that are um either within wordpress or outside if you're not using that sort of a tool right right yeah i'll definitely make sure you get those so uh, i that yeah for sure thank you for that so in general what um what is the long? What is your long term plan here? Is it is it to go ahead and become a, a, a developer and and be able to go out into the world and, and work on on different people's websites and provide functionality for people who, who need it? Basically, that's where I'm at right now. I'm I'm oh, I'm focusing more on front end at the moment with JavaScript and with the openness for a full stack ability, but everything's so new. I have no idea what will be my forte or, you know, of what I'm able to do more innately where the demand is. I'm kind of like an open book. It's almost harder when you don't have a specific spot that you're like, this is what I want sure. to be able to go out there and focus on it. So really I'm just starting from the front end and, and then working my way into you know, demand that's what's out there. I don't know. It's a whole new field and it's, it's tricky to navigate. It's also tricky to figure out where you fit in so you can grow and learn with another team. Like right. I'm trying to apply for junior dev or um, apprenticeships right now. And it's, there seems to already be so much that you need to have under your, in, in your tool belt before you even get assistance in that. So trying to figure out the best way to just grow and learn and feel like I'm contributing. Have you, so there, there's two, and I, I think we've talked to people from both of these. In fact, I think it's the same married couple now that I think about it. Have you, have you talked, have you looked at uh, Moms Can Code or Free Code Camp yet? No. Okay. So, no, so both of those, um, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, no, go ahead and finish that. And I'll yeah. tell you what I have. To say so, so Moms Can Code, even though you're not a mom, they don't, they, they, they don't discriminate. Um, mm -hmm. it, it is a, it is a welcoming group of those who are trying to learn, um, or mm -hmm. those that already know and are trying to expound. Um, they have virtual, um, co-working sessions. Um, they have mentors and, and various things like that. So that, that's one place I'd recommend, um, taking a look at. Um, we had, uh, Beth Har uh, Weigel on with us, uh, a little while back. Um, and she, she, uh, is continuing her journey using that. And then her husband um, was doing a, uh, some live code sharing sessions um, on Free Code Camp. And Free Code Camp is, is just a large, in-depth um, website with all sorts of um, programs and, and, and full curriculums um, mm -hmm. that, that can take you down the path as well. So um, that not that you need more things to go learn from, um, but those might be two places to find maybe even a sense of community. Um, absolutely, absolutely. You know, that's exactly what I'm looking for, and sort of what I was tying into what you're you're contributing is here locally. I went up to a few meetups. Uh, there's a group called Women in Technology that I've met a handful of times, and they do a few classes. Um, coding and cocktails for just women on, I actually be going to my first one this Saturday for oh, nice. HTML and, and it's there, they have they're like no requirements, just need to have the computer. You don't have to have any background We're teaching women from the ground up. And then each, each month they do a different course that gets you deeper and deeper into it. 
but they also do some mentoring programs um, called Coding and Cupcakes. So you can um, bring either a, a daughter or um, a niece or a young girl to teach little kids how to um, code. Oh, nice. And then in, in addition, they have something called Coding Coding Dojo. Sure. I think that's what it's called. So that uh, boys, men, women, all ages can work together and become ninjas. So I already, that's exactly what I'm looking for is a community, people that I can work with, grow with, and mentor because I know you learn a lot faster as well when you try and teach someone else for the pairing process. So yeah, I'll have I, to look at those other yeah, kids. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really a big proponent right now of Moms Can Code because I've seen, I've seen, I've been following Beth's journey for over the past year and, and she's gone a long way. And, and I hear about a lot of how it's not just her, it's her being able to, to, to interact with different members of that community mm-hmm. to get your, get her further along. So um, yeah. I'm going to say that's a great place to look as well. Excellent. Thank you. Oh, sure. Sure. So <laughs> I think we're at the end of time for, for today. Um, I, I want to pre, I want to say thank you uh, for stepping into to Randy's shoes um, and, and, <laughs> and helping, uh, helping us keep, keep on schedule here um, and, and providing your, your input on, on your thoughts as a new developer, as somebody learning down that track so thanks for coming on my pleasure thanks for having me and uh i'll talk to you soon sounds good thanks for listening to this old app show notes and previous episodes can be found on our website at www.thisoldapp.online reviews on apple itunes are always appreciated and help promote the show for questions comments or things you would like to hear on future shows please email us at hello at thisoldapp.online show music is Guns Blazing by Fab Claxton, licensed by Pond5. Voice over work by MeganVoices.com. You'll hear from us soon. <laughs>